Today, I want to talk about giving. This is one thing that a lot of people don't want to talk about, but I want to talk about giving. Giving is such an important part of our lives. The reason you are blessed and I am so blessed is because I've learned how to give. You know, I, I always thinking that I was always thinking that when I give something, uh, I'm going to lose or I'd rather receive than to give. But I realized this particular verse where it's more blessed to give than to receive. I thought it was only for boxing. You know, boxing, whoo, 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 it's better to give than to receive. <laughs> but what are the things you can give? The first thing you can give is talent. The second one is treasure. And the third one is time. That's all we can give. Talent, our treasure, and our time. Talent, your skills, your abilities, you know, your experiences. You can give and share to other people. Treasure, your money, your finances, things. You can give your treasure. And lastly, time. You know, time is so valuable. And these are the things you can give. I remember uh, in my life, there's so many, so many times in my life where I realize I've been blessed because of giving. And I've also expressed, you know, uh, my gratitude to people who have given to me. But there are two parables that the Lord shared about giving. He gave his insight and thoughts in these two parables. One of them is this. He says, as Jesus looked up, he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. He also saw a, saw a poor widow put in two very small coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. The gauge of Jesus is not the amount that you give, but how much you sacrifice. The wid widow gave everything she had. You know, sometimes we have money and we, we give God our spare change, and that's all we give to God. But God is more concerned not just the amount that we give, but that we let go or forego of what is valuable to us. So my first point is give sacrificially. Something that you value. Whether it's your time, whether it's your treasure, whether it's your talent. Give sacrificially. You know, I remember this story. I have a pastor friend. He used to be a pastor in our church in Baguio. And he, it was a season in his life where he was going through very hard financial times. And I remembered, I went there and I said, he, you know, let's play basketball. And he said, sure. And I said, bro, I forgot to bring my sneakers so I, I can't play. And he said, you know, somebody just gifted me a brand new sneakers, brand new. It was an expensive one given to him. And I said, bro, you don't have to lend, lend me this. I, you can just give me something that's, you know, used. But he said, no, no, I want you to have it. What do you mean? Are you giving it to me? No. Yes, I'm giving it to you. I want you to have it. I said, bro, you know, it's yours. We have the same, you know, foot size. And he said, I want to give it to you. I said, I can use the old ones. Don't give me the, the new ones. Give me the old torn ones. He said, no, bro, I want to be blessed, he said. Allow me to give this to you so I will be blessed. And that act of kindness, I could never for, forget. And I used to be a businessman and I said, man, if I, have, if I make a lot of money, I'm going to be blessing this man. And for sure, when I was, and when God started blessing me, you know, I started supporting his ministry on a monthly basis because I realized his heart just touched me. It is so important that we touch the heart of God. 
God knows what's in our heart. God knows if they, we give sacrificially. Another parable that uh, Jesus uh, shared to us is about the rich young ruler. And it reads, And behold, a man came up to him saying, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? And he said to him, Why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. If you would enter life, keep the commandments. Said to him, He said to him, Which ones? And Jesus said, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, God, all of this I have kept. What do I still lack? And Jesus said to him, If you want to be perfect, go and sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad and sorrowful because he had great wealth. I look at this parable and I realize God truly knows what is valuable to us. And to this particular man, it was his wealth. He could not give it away. He followed all the commandments of God but could not you know, get, sell his procession. And God knows that if you put something before Him, you know, He knows that you are attached to these things. God wants us not to be attached to these things. God wants to bless you, give you all these, these things. But sometimes things can be an idol in our lives. So my second point, give so you will not become worldly. You know, this world is so attractive. This world will lure you. This world will make you very worldly in a sense that you would like the things of this world more than God. You know, it may be something you like to spend on, but God's saying, put me first. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give whatever you've decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. God's not just concerned about the amount of money that you're giving. God's concerned more about our hearts, that we're so excited to give to God. That, you know, God, this is my hard-earned money, and I want to tithe. I want to give you my offering. Because, God, you're more important. He's more concerned about our hearts, about our hearts. You know, another story I have in my personal walk, you know, in 1995, that was a long time ago, my business wasn't really doing that well. While I was at church, this is a true story, by the way. While I was attending a service, I heard this voice tell me, I want you to give your car to the guy singing, the worship leader. And I said, I didn't listen. You know, I heard this voice again and again and again. And I started rebuking the devil. I said, you know, I'm hearing this devil. <laughs> this is a true story. I said, I don't want to give my car. You know, probably easier if I had four cars. That was my only car. And it wasn't even a year old. But I heard this voice in my dream again that night. It says, I want you to give your car to this person. Man, and you keep bugging me. I keep hearing this. And I was saying, maybe I'm just hearing myself. So I went to a pastor, another pastor friend of mine. I said, how do you know if it's God or if it's just me listening to myself? And he said, well, let me just tell you this. How do you know? If it's from the devil, he said, first and foremost, 
the devil will never tell you to give. Oh my gosh. Okay, the devil never does that. Secondly, it doesn't matter if you hurt yourself or you hurt God. If you do it out of faith, God will still honor it. Oh man. So I decided, December, I decided to call up the guy and says, okay, can I meet you in McDonald's? I have something to give to you. And finally, when I went there, I told him, bro, here's the keys of my car. What's that? I'm giving it to you. He said, are you kidding me? I said, I'm not kidding you, bro. I've been suffering for three months now. Just accept it. And he says, are you sure? And he started to cry. And then he, he got out his wallet. And there was a picture of him with my car, the car I'm giving him. Because one time we went out on a vacation. He stood beside my car and took a picture of my car. And he says he was praying that God will give him the same car I had. Not to, you know, and he realized, man, it was the same, the very car that he was going to receive. You know, I went home happy and sad, ha happy because I was able to do it, sad because, man, you know, I don't have a car. <laughs> but let me just tell you this. God will never, you can never outgive God. God will always bless you. A few, a few less than a year later, I was awarded a brand new car by the company I was working with. And then when I went to the States and needed a car, a friend of mine gave me another car. That's car number two. And then another friend said, you know, if you need another car, because, you know, in the States you need cars. Another friend, in short, gave me another car. The, the total, to be honest with you, I was able to receive four cars. Can you imagine that? Four cars. And every time I receive a car, God will always whisper me, you will never outgive me. Remember what you did in 1995. You will never outgive me. Give, so you're going to be blessed. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words that I, the Lord Jesus himself said, God said it himself. He says, it is more blessed to give than to receive. One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. Have you experienced that? Where sometimes I'm so stingy, and the more stingy I become, I even, you know, I even have a harder time. But the more I give, for some reason, it keeps coming back. That's why you are blessed. Because you're a giver. Because you bless people. And it's more blessed to give than to receive. In fact, that's a promise in Proverbs. It says, a generous person will prosper. If you are generous, you will prosper. All my friends who are, you know, very prosperous, are generous people. And I realized that's the key to being blessed. But since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. I know you're excellent in a lot of things, with your talent, with your skills, in loving on people. But one of the, the, the gifts that God, the grace of God that He has given to us is the grace of giving. He wants us to excel in this grace of giving. Why? Because He wants to bless you. My last point, give to what is valuable to God. Give to what is valuable to God. Question, what is, what is valuable to God? The lost, the needy, the widow, the poor. God wants us to give because as we give, 
God opens the floodgates of heaven that you cannot contain, and He is going to prosper you. It's very spiritual. Giving is so spiritual. More than that, He's more concerned with our hearts. So if you truly want to be blessed, my friends, go give your talent, your treasure, your tithe, your time. Give. Give. Make giving a lifestyle and watch how God blesses you.